want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. There was an old clown who came from a town where the horses and the cats swing their hats and dance to the music all day long. When the mice sing a song, they also prance. They dance and prance. They sing, they swing. But the poor old clown, he just sits down.
Kicking off episode 97 was Darkened Divinity with the song Love Like a Dying Star. And then after that, we heard Skodag off of their 2004 demo. The song symbolized my hate, and this band became Salt This Earth after that, but not then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yesterday was Valentine's Day. Ugh. <laughs> Today is National Singles Awareness Day, which I think we identify more with. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it sounds exactly like what it is. Reminds us that there's nothing wrong with being single. And if you felt bad about yesterday, don't because it's literally all made up. It is. It's bullshit. It is totally bullshit. We hate it. (laughs) (laughs) So I have an interesting this day in history as well. Okay. This day in history in 1903, the first teddy bear goes on sale. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So, just to give you a little backstory, toy store owner and inventor Morris Mitchum places two stuffed bears in a shop window, advertising them as teddy bears. Mitchum had earlier petitioned President Theodore Roosevelt for permission to use his nickname Teddy. The president agreed, and before long, other toy manufacturers began turning out copies of Mitchum's stuffed bears, which soon became a national childhood institution Hmm. did you know that i didn't no i had no idea a little more staying power than pet rock (laughs) (laughs) imagine that so did you when was the first uh valentine's day do you know um let's hit the google at least when was the first when was it celebrated as it's celebrated now? You know what I mean? Yeah, let's see. <clears throat> Not like the massacre or, or any of that stuff, but when did it become the uh, um, revenue generator for for Hallmark? For Hallmark and candy. When was the first Nestle? Valentine's Day? Looks like it was around the 18th century. Hmm. Around then. Around then. <laughs> Around those hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> so we started off the episode with a fantastic poem titled... You, you started off. Let's see, what's it titled? The Old Clown. Yeah. And that was a poem that we found at mom's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an assignment... Because it has excellent written on top of it. So it's pretty old. It is. Yeah. The the paper it's on is yellow. Yeah. (laughs) Not because it was originally yellow, but because it's that old. (laughs) It was white originally. (laughs) It's it's funny how... I think you mentioned this. How... um, You know, my, my mother and I were very close. Yeah. And it's funny all of these little nuggets that she left behind that mm-hmm. we continue to find throughout her house mm-hmm. as we clean. Mm-hmm. Like we found a um cera- a, like a really cool ceramic mug. Like a dragon mug. Yeah, that's yeah. 
it's like a dragon, but it's a ceramic mug mm -hmm. that somebody made, mm -hmm. and we have no idea who made it. Yeah. I've never seen it before, ever. Yeah. It didn't come from my brothers. I obviously didn't do it. It's super cool, yeah, and I it took is. it, but I don't know the story behind mm -hmm. it. There's been a few things like that, or or the things like the those those bars that like uh, I don't know if they're legs or what it they attach together, and they obviously make some kind of stand or furniture or something. Oh yeah, and everyone's like, "What? The, why is there so many of these? What the fuck are they from?" Yeah. <laughs> or like in the back of a cupboard, she she would have like wrapped in bubble wrap. So you think, ooh, this is something really important. I should be careful with it. And you unwrap it and it's just like a spin, a random spindle to like a chair. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what do I do with this? <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> Weird times. Yeah, definitely. Weird times. All right. So we have we have some, a couple more songs to play. Yes, we do. And speaking of Valentine's Day and morsels of candy, <laughs> we're going to kick it off with an Imperial Triumphant song called Oblivion and Morsels. And then we're going to go into Kankar, a black metal band from Germany with the song Zerfall de Lilts. Nice. And that translates to Decay of Light.
All right. Riding the Valentine's Day wave, I have some horror stories that if you're single, you'll be glad you are. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, First one. Went out for dinner. She leaned in to kiss me and her hair caught on fire in the candle. She didn't realize and proceeded to spread the fire to my very nice dress shirt. She then blamed it on me. Never saw her again. Uh, The guy I'd been seeing gave me black and dead roses, saying that's how he saw our relationship. Dead. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My date actually bought me a whole outfit for Valentine's Day, but lo and behold, my brand new white dress got ruined by Aunt Flo. He saw the mark forming and in front of everyone around us said, Really, Haley? How childish. You couldn't have held it in. (laughs) That's great. Uh, My then boyfriend surprised me with a gift and it ended up being a shirt of mine (laughs) that I'd left at his place. (laughs) That's great. Uh, All right. Last one. All right. The guy I was dating gave me six red roses for Valentine's Day. I thought it was weird to only get six roses when they usually are bought in a dozen. Turns out he'd actually bought a dozen roses and given them to six other girls. <laughs> womp womp. Six other girls. That's what it says. So you got six and they got one each. See, she should feel special, right? Right, yeah. She got six of them, and the other six girls only got one. What an ingrate. (laughs) (laughs) See the pressure and stress that Valentine's Day causes? Right. (laughs) That's funny. All right, I have a question for you that I want you to think about while we play a couple more songs. Okay. Actually, we're going to play a song. Oh, yeah. From Grandma's Pantry. Okay. Yeah. She has a special song in there this week. Okay. That well, came. they're all special. Though. They're all special, yeah. This came to us, um, not exactly what he suggested, but this is from Barrett from Severed Records. And I'll explain later more about that. But anyways, uh, my question to you is about jealousy. Okay. Um, so being jealous is considered a negative thing a negative emotion right yes do you think jealousy or envy plays a role in making something better so consider like a concept or like uh take it for our show for music right if if a band is jealous of another band and they're like we want to be better than that band we're going to one-up them does it, in the long run, does it make for better music as a whole? Okay. All right. I'll think on it. Put grandma to work. All right. Here she comes.
Severed Records recently told us that Grandma, in fact, loves Vomitory's first debut full length, raped in their own blood. And she does. <laughs> but she also loves their first demo from 90, 1992, which was what we heard. Um, and we heard the song Untouchable Challenge. Nice. Yeah. I love that every time you say untouchable, you have to say it a certain way. Uh, yeah. And you yeah. just said it a certain way. I, I, I've made fun of 
There's this band, Thy Serpent, and I've made fun of one of their lyrics so many times, which uses the word untouchable, that <laughs> that's how I want to say it. Yeah, I know. And it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to really try not to say it that way. All right. What was your question before we visited Grandma? You don't remember? I kind of do. How does jealousy or envy play into bettering society as a whole or art or music or a concept, whether it's a uh, an idea someone has that someone else is jealous or envious of and was like, I could have done that better. I'm going to do it better. If a band was li- like, I'm thinking of when you read the old the thrash bands, the first thrash bands, most of them say we wanted to play as fast and aggressive as possible. Mm-hmm. So they always wanted to one-up each other, playing faster than the next guy, playing faster, more aggressive than the next band. And I think that led to a lot of great music. I agree with you. Okay. There's a couple different sides to this, though. Yeah. So it's interesting that you bring up this question this week because you had no idea, but I had a conversation with a very dear friend of mine Mm. about how all feelings and behaviors are derived either from love or fear. Mm -hmm. Mm, Interesting. And jealousy, in my mind, comes from fear. Yeah. You don't feel good enough. You want to be better than somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're envious, mm-hmm. which is, uh, it, that's fear. Mm-hmm. But I think in the music industry, that's kind of driven by passion, mm-hmm. which is derived from love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people that we know listen to other artists that inspire them not because they're jealous, right? But because it's they're trying to grow themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the, I think that there's different ways you can look at it. From the way that you and I would look at it from an artist perspective, mm-hmm. I think it does come out of passion and love and self growth. Yeah. Like you want to be a one-upper but not to be an asshole but because yeah. you want to be better yeah yeah is there is there a way to one-up and also support at the same time oh can you be a humble one-upper i think you can uh, yeah there's a really fine line there though. yeah 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 but I think if you're if you're crafty, you can pull that off. Yeah. But it's not about craft, though. Like, if you're coming... If uh, it's coming from a good place... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, then that's pretty evident. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if, like, you're calling bands out and you're like, oh, I could do that shit better. Right. You know, fuck off. Right. You suck. Like, well, that's fear. Right. But going off on your own and listening to artists that inspire you right and pushing yourself to be better than them in your own sense is love right so there's there's the Ingve approach which is 
I'm going to arrogantly well, do that a, better. Yeah, he's a one-upper. <laughs> and then there's the Jason Becker approach, which is, I'm going to do that better than all of you, and I can't even buy a beer. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm only 16. <laughs> yeah, and I think that that came out of love and passion. If I was Jason Becker at 16, I would be, I don't know, I want to think that I would have been I don't know, though. I, I would have been an asshole, I think. And he totally wasn't. No. <clears throat> but I, I don't know. I don't think my nature isn't to be arrogant, but I don't know. I, this kind of ties into like... Um, you might have been an asshole. Maybe. I don't think you would have been arrogant, but you might have been an asshole. Maybe. Maybe. Back maybe. then, you maybe. wouldn't now. Maybe. <laughs> I, I think about like these... And I think we've mentioned this on the show before, but like these young stars... That are that have all kinds of money handed to them. Like I feel like I would have been a nightmare. Like I hate. You would still be a nightmare. I've always hated. <laughs> I've always hated these like, y- young fucking, like Justin Bieber types. But if I had like millions of dollars at eighteen years old, I feel like you hate Justin Bieber for all I, the wrong kinda, reasons. Yeah, it's either him. I complain about him or Kanye. Kanye way more. I feel like Justin Bieber at least has some. He has talent, even if you don't appreciate yeah. it and you don't like it. Kanye, he's still talented. I don't see any talent in Kanye whatsoever. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> I think we all know that by now. <sighs> <laughs> I have a, uh, yeah. I have a strong disliking for him. All right. I think I think because he's so arrogant and so talentless. That's what bothers me. So I think that's fear. Is it fear? Yeah, I think so. I think it's frustration because like he's he got somewhere. Like he obviously has an, enough fans that have put him in a place that he definitely shouldn't be. Yeah. All right, I'm done. All right. But I do challenge you, like, even throughout this week, Mm -hmm. just think about the different feelings that you feel throughout your day Mm -hmm. and kind of put them in the category of love and feel and fear. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's kind of an interesting perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It is. Um. I recently thought about, and this is obvious, but I never really thought of it this way. Um, and this kind of goes into like a work context. Like, why is this? Like, I'm sure everyone has coworkers that they're like, this person's a fucking moron. They're an idiot. But they're listened to, they have a platform, they get more respect than they deserve, right? And there's, Fear. There's one or more people that... I'm not afraid of these people. This isn't fear or jealousy for me. This is frustration. That you hear about... There's one person that you hear about often Mm -hmm. in my current (laughs) position. But like... One thing that... I mean, it's so obvious, but I never considered it, is like my perspective of this person is through my eyes, not through everyone else's. Exactly. But I think I get frustrated. Like, why do you not see this? This person is a fucking dope. 
Yeah, but that's not your job. <laughs> I know. But he makes my job very difficult because he fucks everything up. And I'm just perfect. <laughs> okay. So we're going to kick this round of jams off with Purification, an awesome doom metal band yes. from Oregon. With the song, The Second Coming. And then we're going to hear Pyron from New York City with Down at Liberty Ashes.
takes a job, you know? And that job, you know, that becomes what he is. Uh, I don't know. That's about the dumbest thing I ever heard.
like Bertrand Russell, but what do you want? I'm a caddy, you know? What do I know? I mean, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. All right, so earlier in the week, we posted a question on Facebook. Mm -hmm. What do most people fear Mm -hmm. that you do not? Mm -hmm. So let's start with you. (laughs) When you asked me this, I think my my only response was unemployment. (laughs) (laughs) True. Um... Okay, so I'm I'm just gonna I'm read. I'm quite a catch, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I can vouch for it. Um, so I'm just gonna read a few of these because we had some really good responses. Mm-hmm. I will tell you the most popular one is death, mm-hmm. which is a really good answer. Mm-hmm. And, but that's not my answer. No, <clears throat> I'm not ready for all that yet. And I think that. Uh, that comes with a like death doesn't happen the same way you know what i mean right are you afraid of just dying now no probably not are you afraid of suffering for months and months and months and withering away in a hospital bed that's a different story so i'm afraid of dying not death Mm -hmm. to your point okay Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, Thor uh, put clowns. <laughs> I'm not afraid of clowns. Are you afraid of clowns? A little. <laughs> uh, Josh wrote snakes. Mm. Are you afraid of snakes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. You want to talk about that time we went hiking? No. And there was that branch? No. No. I don't think I've ever seen you that scared and I'm not even trying to call you out, but I've like, I felt for you. My teeth were chattering because, (laughs) okay. So we came to a spot where there was like a little Creek Mm -hmm. and there was like a board under us, but then there was like a branch, like a hollowed out branch above us. Yeah. I might still have the picture. I'll, I'll post it. Yeah. Um, one of us have it for sure. Yeah. But I just happened to look up, and in this hollowed out space was this huge black snake. Mm-hmm. Like, it was huge. Mm-hmm. And I pointed it out to you only because I know... You wanted to fucking send me into terror. No, <laughs> no. But if there was something that I'm terrified of, and you saw it, I would want you mm-hmm. to warn me. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Yeah. I was like, hey, you know, like above us. Uh-huh. And like, you went under it okay, but then the rest of the hike, you were completely off. And I was like, are, like, are you good at one point? And you were like, no, I, like, I want to go back. I was like, we got to fucking go under that again and yeah. the way back. <laughs> like, well, you said, like, I'm being fucking tormented by my own thoughts of having to go back under that yeah. again. That thing, so we're in... Upstate, and it was awake. Upstate New York. And looking at us. That was a giant fucking snake. <laughs> it was. I've n- I have not seen a snake here that large before no it was huge yeah and i can't believe that i talked you into going under it but then i felt really bad because the rest of the hike is that why you're giggling the whole time no (laughs) i was not (laughs) that was a weird day though because we were in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. like there were no houses Mm -mm. but we heard howling yeah 
the entire way. Mm-hmm. So I was getting like a little uneasy about the howling, and you yeah. were already yeah. super uneasy. Like it was yeah. just not a feel You were good. like the howling though, and I'm like, who, who cares about the howling? There's a fucking snake There's back a fucking there. There's a fucking giant snake that's gonna <laughs> jump on me when I go back. <laughs> He's gonna go down the back of my shirt. <laughs> Um, Christy put spiders. Mm-hmm. She's not afraid of spiders, and a lot of other people are. I hate spiders. I do not like spiders at all. You're way more of a champ than I am at that. Yeah. So I remember. I don't like them though, but but go ahead. Well, but you like suck it up. I can't even suck it up. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like a daddy long leg, it doesn't bother me. Like, you can stay in your corner, I'll stay in my corner, mm-hmm. we'll cohabitate and everything is fine. Mm-hmm. But I remember one summer, you were traveling all summer, you were gone. Mm-hmm. And I had went out on my friend's boat, mm-hmm. and I remember jumping off of her boat onto the dock, and I felt like something like like in my shirt. Yep. And I have long hair, so I thought like, oh, well, it's just like a long hair. Like I reached in there and like tried to like pull out my long hair and I just didn't think anything of it. And then I felt it on the way home, Mm -hmm. like just something move in there. And again, I didn't think anything of it. And I get home and I take my shirt off and I stick it in the laundry basket that just happens to be on your side of the bed. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a huge jumper spider in there. Like one of those really fast, like, like you blink and it's not there anymore. Well, I blinked and he wasn't there anymore. I don't know if he went into the laundry basket. I don't know if he got onto the bed. And that whole week you were gone. So I slept on the couch because I was terrified that that spider had made it into the bed. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so I didn't go in the bedroom the entire week until you came home. And I still don't even know where that spider ever landed. <laughs> Never saw it again. That's funny. You should have done one of your uh, your bedroom crop dustings. <laughs> that would have put an end to that shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Chris Bowen put pressure. Mm. He's not fearful of pressure and a lot of other people are and i can relate to that because i work way better under pressure Mm -hmm. than not Mm -hmm. that's a good trait to have i um pressure is good for me i think but it makes me uncomfortable but like trying to relieve that discomfort i think is a really good motivator for me yeah yeah like i'm not good just sitting in pressure not doing anything about it like it makes me act you know I, what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I think that's the entire benefit of pressure. Mm-hmm. Either you act or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was, I don't know, it's on our Facebook page. We got over 100 comments on it. It was a good conversation starter, I think. Yeah. Yep. A lot of interesting insight in there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we lived in Avon? The, uh, there was a couple times there was... We had some really big spiders living outside. The, the bedroom, window. Bedroom window, yeah. The bedroom window, yeah. I don't know what they were, but they were a specific type. And they were really big. Really, like... Well, we had like a like a street light mm-hmm. that kind of 
shined in Mm -hmm. to our bedroom window and he would hang out in like this little bush that we had right outside the bedroom window and his shadow would cascade onto the wall yeah and it was like like the batman (laughs) signal (laughs) yeah yeah but it it really was big it was and we named him rex yeah yeah i think you did (laughs) see uh, spiders that big bother me less really yes like if a spider was the size of a cat and couldn't hide Mm -hmm. i feel like it would make me feel a little better Mm. that one was was getting up there it was it was big. It yeah, was, it just kept growing and growing and growing. It was like probably a smaller tarantula. Yes. Like the body. And it was thick and hairy. <laughs> the body was probably. <laughs> <laughs> the body was probably like the size of a I don't know like a grape or a cherry tomato maybe. Yeah. It was, it was a big spider. And it had like those, like its appendages looked more like a crab's than a spider, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like it, you, it could fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but I didn't care for that thing. Yeah, I know. I know. We had a lot of garden snakes there too that you didn't really like. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Enough of fears. Let's play some metal. All right. We are going to go into Soul Wound from Finland with the song The Cult of Eye. And then after that, we're going to hear War Flirch from Florida with the song Sealing the Boar.
All right. I got a choice for you to make. Okay. Do you want to hear about bog bodies or do you want to hear about weird Craigslist ads? Weird Craigslist ads. Oh, you picked the right one. Oh, good. All right. (laughs) So obviously a lot of these have pictures, but I'll try to describe the best I can. Okay. And I think they'll still be amusing. Um, so number one here is uh, free to any willing home. Any willing home. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one is, uh, my girlfriend does not like my beagle Molly, so I have to rehome her. So anyone interested in my 30-year-old girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Well played. Well played. Decision um, worthwhile. This one is odd. I'm not really sure. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's amusing. Wait, did he post a picture of his beagle or his girlfriend? The beagle. (laughs) 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 Um, This one is an aquarium, like a tank. Okay. Is it full or empty? It's full. It's a 10. And it looks like there's two fish in it. Okay. Um, It's a 10 gallon tank. Mm -hmm. It's for sale. It says, obviously, Kevin and his timeout tank recently upgraded my tank and have this nice little tank for sale. The tank comes with rocks and a no skinny dipping sign. Um, and Kevin, Kevin is a jerk. I'll tell you up front. He's been in this timeout tank for a few days now since the, he apparently has a deep seated prejudice against the goldfish. I'm really confused by this, but <laughs> I love it. Amused at the same time. It's like its own ecosystem. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have a problem with the other mollies, um, guppies, or even the crazy loach. But he's got it out for the goldfish. And let's be fair, they were here since the tank began. So Kevin's got to go. <laughs> Asking fifteen dollars for Kevin and his timeout tank. Then there's an important edit. Tank now includes Kevin's shady brother, Neil. (laughs) Neil is murderous scum. No one likes Neil. (laughs) Wait, so are they both Mollies? I can't tell what they are. It's hard to see what what they are in the picture. Yeah. Um, What's this one? I kind of want Kevin and Neil. Yeah? Kind of. All right. Your birthday is coming up this week, so... <laughs> Watch might, what I wish for. You might get a Kevin and a Neil. <laughs> um, here's one that's a... Uh, idiot needed to beat Vanilla Dome in Super Mario World. Uh, help, please. I can't beat the Vanilla Dome in Super Mario World for NES. Super NES. I've tried 476 times. I but have, who's counting? I officially have the fear... Need a random idiot to come over and do it for me. The wizards are driving me insane. I have almost completely lost it. We'll provide whiskey and donuts. Help, please. Well, you can't ask for help and then call people idiots. Right. I need some idiot to come over and help me. What does that make you if you can't do it? Yeah. You're less than an idiot. idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably a moron then. Is a moron worse than an idiot? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How about a rube? What is a rube rate? That's way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, The next one is free almonds. Need to get rid of quickly. 
I accidentally ordered 50 pounds of almonds. I only need five for my recipe. Please, my wife will kill me. Taking any is appreciated. <laughs> Are these real? I don't know. Does it matter? No. Um, I'm, so, I still, I'm still thinking about Kevin and Neil, though. I'm not uh, going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm selling reminder tags for $10 each. These will help you all remember your babies in the car. Get them for you and your friends and family before they sell out. And it's a, it's a fucking dumb looking tag. It's a handwritten tag that you put on your door handle that says, your kid is in the car, stupid. <laughs> okay. It's kind of funny. I like this one. Um, so this is a piece of uh, not a two by four, but a four by four piece of wood okay um it says australian Aborig i like how you say not a two by four but a four by four i'm trying to help you visualize it okay <laughs> you couldn't just say a four by four well i don't want you to think a truck like a four by four truck. oh okay um, all right fair enough all right so this says australian aboriginal didgeridoo needs work free to a good home and it's just a four by four piece of wood that obviously <laughs> would need <laughs> all the work all yeah all the work <laughs> Um, this one's funny uh, 20 tins of holiday popcorn minus the caramel corn oh someone likes caramel corn mm -hmm. oh this one's good um, free and there's a picture free human size hamster wheel this is uh, Brooklyn New York free human size hamster wheel available for immediate pickup I feel like one of the Bowens need this. <laughs> Can accommodate up to 200 pounds, fully functional, not recommended for houses with small children or animals. 50 pounds of shredded newspaper are also available. <laughs> and it says, I will not have this in my house any longer. <laughs> what is the shredded newspaper for if it's for a human? It's, do you want to see the picture? So it's like the, uh, can you see it? Yeah. It's like the, uh, like like the shavings for a pet. Oh, but it's for a human yeah. that doesn't normally need shaving. So well, what is... they the might. Okay. If they're living in that environment, they might, you know... I guess so. They might want to take a shit in there. There is role-playing happening out <laughs> in the real world, I suppose. You ready to wrap up episode 97? Oh, yeah. Are you? I am. How how are we wrapping this up? We are going to wrap it up with Soul Brood from Denmark with the song Ode Legget. Very nice. I, I don't know. <laughs> I tried. You've done a nice job. <laughs> All right. Until next week, stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And definitely don't be a moon calf. <laughs>